Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, March 12th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, an American soldier reportedly left his base this weekend and went house to house in two southern Afghanistan villages, killing 16 sleeping civilians. This comes on the heels of an incident in which American service personnel burned copies of the Koran accidentally, according to the Pentagon. Now, you write in the Times this morning that while these are individual isolated incidents, the U.S. transition strategy may be in trouble. So what are the risks? Well, I think there are two big risks, Kerry. One of them on a very practical level is that it's uh, increasingly difficult to send American trainers out to train the 352,000 Afghan troops who are supposed to be taking uh, full control of much of the country by um, next summer. Uh, If you cannot uh, send them out without fear of the kind of retaliation that we saw happen after the Quran bill uh, burning and that we haven't seen and and hope we won't after this awful and, and tragic event, So it just makes the practical day-to-day interactions all that much more difficult. But on a larger scale, I think that uh, the bigger fear right now is that the Taliban will look at this kind of record and say, you know, the Americans are beginning to act the way the Taliban have been describing them for many years and distorting, uh, of course, what the American role has been. Uh, And as a result, the Taliban may simply come to the conclusion Conclusion that the best thing for them to do is drag out these peace negotiations and gutter and just wait for the Americans to leave. Republicans were behind the Afghan war during the Bush administration, but in the past few weeks, we've heard Newt Gingrich say it's time to leave and Mitt Romney say it's time to double down. What's going on here? Is, is the GOP split? Uh, The GOP is split, just as uh, the Democrats are split. I mean, you have President Obama saying the only way to do this is to have a responsible, careful handover, and you have people on his left saying, let's just get out now. You're seeing the same thing happen in the Republican Party, uh, which is somewhat remarkable because the party stayed pretty unified on the Afghan and Iraq missions behind President Bush for so many years. Uh, But uh, Mitt Romney, I think, if he does succeed in getting the nomination, is going to have a bit of a challenge explaining the double-down concept, because if you ask any military planners, what it would require is sending more U.S. troops in, being there a good number of years uh, into the future, uh, with no definite prospect that in the end the Taliban would ever be defeated in a traditional sense. And uh, so you have to ask the question, what kind of prescription for a military strategy is this that he is uh, discussing on the campaign trail? Israel's another troubled area. Now, President Obama met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu last week. Do you think he managed to convince Netanyahu that a strike on Iran's nuclear facilities was a venture too risky to take just yet? I think uh, for just yet, uh, yes, I think he did manage to convince him of that. If you go and see what uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu has uh, said in public since he returned from Washington, uh, what it's mostly been has been uh, this is an issue we have to take care of not in the next weeks or even necessarily the next couple of months, but certainly it can't drag on for a year or more. 
So that raises the question, what did the president do to persuade him to give Washington a little more time? And my guess is that it was a combination of uh, convincing him that the sanctions have to go into full effect, which won't happen until this summer, and that there are probably still some options in the covert program that the U.S. and Israel have been running uh, against uh, Iran's nuclear program. So I think between those two, I think he bought a little bit of time. Finally, David, with his controversial comments about women in birth control, Rush Limbaugh pretty much handed President Obama an opportunity to gain the support of independent women voters. Will this chance last? You know, we just don't know right now. If you look at the polling numbers, it looks like independent women are moving back toward President Obama after all of this discussion, particularly over uh, contraception. But, uh, you know, we're a long, long way from November and a lot to happen between now and then. Certainly, President Obama is trying to capitalize on it, and he's going to use this to make the case that uh, his health care uh, program, uh, which would guarantee um, insurance coverage for some of these services to women, uh, is something that uh, women should get out and back. So he's going he's gonna to fight for the health care program just at the moment that the program itself, of course, is going to the Supreme Court this week. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.